football with Dave and Cleve and theoretically Scott. I assume he's had some other uh, uh, transportation incident trying to get his kids to and from their football games. Uh, but I'm sure he'll be here. He'll be here soon. Oh, and look at that. Look at who decided to join us. Mr. Scott Bishop. How you doing, Scott? <laughs> I'm good. How are you guys? <laughs> We're good. Now we had a 20 minute pre-show planning meeting that you just didn't show. No, I'm kidding. We got, we logged out like 759. Yeah, no, we, uh, we just uh, just got started here. So, everybody, welcome to Political Football. Dave Cleveland, Scott, we are on the Maddie Ice Media Network. Uh, this week, you know, football starts tomorrow. NFL football starts tomorrow. Crazy college already started. And so this week we're going to go over some of our uh, season-long predictions so we can uh, keep track of these things and make fun of each other as the season goes along. We've got DK Metcalf being a bust from Cleve. We've got the Tampa Bay Bucks are frauds from me. Uh, Scott, I'm sure you've had – terrible takes in the past so and in the future and today they're coming <laughs> exactly yeah. exactly and so we will uh get them get them logged on here so uh as we wait for <laughs> apparently now cleves internet has has gone down but that's just because like the world is not ready for his fire takes and so i'm sure he'll be he'll return here shortly we have a lot of things to get through we do. I figured we might have consensus on a lot of them, or some of them would just be more interesting to hear what we think, but don't really need a ton of discussion. Um, yeah. you know, so that was more that was more the thing. Um <laughs> Cleve, are you back? Yeah, you know what I just did? I tried to adjust my screen and I hit the power button. Work off. <laughs> Man, the no boomer jets. takes boomer takes already coming here from Cleve. By the way, uh for those watching on YouTube, they can see Cleve was wearing a, a really nice Jets hat. Now, is that is that in honor of Joe Flacco starting the first four weeks? Yeah, uh, old man Flacco. God. God. Keep, keeping the suit warm for White Mike. Yeah, hopefully two weeks, and then uh, we get we get Mike White. I gotta say it slow, and then uh, <laughs> <laughs> and then and then uh, Zachy Boy comes back. So we'll see. Now, Scott, you've been uh, basically saying that Zach Wilson's going to like place well in the NFL. He will win retroactive Heisman's. So, what do you think about this uh, three, four weeks he's going to be out here? It's a bummer because he's behind, and we already—I mean, following this league and kind of knowing how this stuff goes, he's behind. Uh, the Jets are going to play to a to a certain level for the first four weeks. He's going to come out in week five. Things might not come fast. And it's instant pressure. It's we are. I mean, it's just you know, there's already pressure there already, and and it's going to be uh, more in week five. I just hope they give him a bit of a runway to to get up to speed with the team because it's it's going to be some time that he's going to have missed, and this is developmental time for him. Yeah, this uh, is the second like year in a row. Yeah, and it's you know, I don't want it to it sound it sound sound like it's it's me making excuses, uh, you know, preemptively for him. But I mean, it's a thing. It's you know, you you want them. Quarterbacks need to be in sync and in the rhythm with with everybody on the field, and for him to miss this these six weeks, seven weeks, however long it is, it's a bummer. It just is. Mm -hmm. Now, I think he's talented enough that he can overcome that stuff, and he will be okay. I just I hope they give him time. 
I mean, I hope they give him time too, but I think the all time he's got is this year. Cause if he doesn't play this year, they're going to be terrible and they will be looking for somebody else. Uh, Coach included. <laughs> oh, you're not, you're not stick with Max salad. Yeah. But who's, who's next? Like, all right. So if it's not Zach Wilson and you're the jets, who's next, what are you going to do? Brian Young or uh, Bryce Young or CJ Stroud or yeah, we're looking at the draft. <laughs> but I mean, Bryce Jimmy Young G. is like five ten and one hundred and ninety pounds. Um, well, well, this year Stroud is the first is year. Typical, sorry, go ahead. Yeah, this year is the first year. I don't think, unless Dave, correct me if I'm wrong. I don't think we have any rookies under center this week one. First, first year since two thousand seven, there won't be a rookie starter in week one. Yeah. So that's telling you what's going on. Like the, you know, we've seen enough of that type of stuff. No, it's telling you that Pittsburgh doesn't know what they're doing. <laughs> oh, the picket show is going to start real quick. It? Yeah, I don't see real quick, brother. It is, especially with that fan base. The oh first God. incompletion Trubisky throws, they're oh going to be screaming for which will be the first pass he throws. I feel sorry for Mitchy boy. It's, yeah. it's going to get rough. It's going to get rough up there. But it is sort of important having this context for the no rookie QB starting for some of the awards and whatnot we're going to talk about here because if no quarterbacks are starting the year, offensive rookie of the year opens way up, right? Um, and so we'll get to that, but we're going to start out here. We're going to come in hot. Very first thing I put on our list here, who will win NFL MVP? Cleve, you first. MVP. Ooh. Well, well, can I get two? No, give one. Give one. Yeah. Um, I think because of the chi- uh, of the chip on his shoulder for the contract, it's probably gonna be like Lamar. I love it. Yeah. I love it, Scott. Who do you have? I love that too, and I didn't think about that from that angle. But you know, it's. I mean, it's gonna be a quarterback. We kind of mm-hmm. quarterback award. We're, we're at that point. I, just, I mean, I w- I'm gonna go with Josh Allen, but I like the Lamar pick. Uh, I don't feel great about the Josh Allen being MVP thing, but. Um, you know, great quarterback on the best team. I mean that that's a good that's a good recipe for it most um most most of the time. I like the I like the the choice of Lamar. He was obviously very high up my list as well, and we'll see why a little bit later. But he also did just win it, and I for some reason I feel like it's harder to win it again in a short uh, period of time. I know Rodgers just went back to back, but Rodgers had two crazy years mm-hmm. doing that. And so I just think if anybody else is viable, voters will tend towards the other viable candidate over the person that just won it, especially when that Unless person is Lamar Jackson. Win a bunch of games, and then I think it changes it. Yeah, yeah. He's got uh, something to prove. He's got something to prove. To I think to himself, hey Ben, he's got something to prove to himself because uh, I think Friday is the self-imposed deadline that he put on. Yes. Um, I don't think a deal is going to happen where he's going to get two two thirty guaranteed by Friday. So <laughs> there's probably not going to be a deal in place. Thank, thank the the Haslands for that bullshit. Can you but, imagine? Um, <laughs> imagine the Ravens not yeah. wanting to. What is what in the world could they be thinking? Like, well, I, I mean, think, we're gonna go through. Yeah, it's, we're gonna go through the rookie nuts. quarterbacks, and there's a, there's nuts, a dude I dude. love in this coming class. Just love him, and it's not Young or Stroud. His name is Walik Millis. No. No, um, but that, but you know when you take a quarterback, you're you're flipping a coin at best. Who's the backup of Baltimore? Tyler Huntley. Yeah. Good. No, he played good. He probably started. I mean, if Huntley yeah. were playing in Seattle, he'd be he'd be. You know, we'd be talking about them 
not being necessarily in the hunt in that division, but we right. wouldn't be talking about them picking first. They could pick yeah. first. I would trade Zach Wilson for Huntley straight up. I would do that too. I would do that too, thinking about it. <laughs> Cleve, you said you were going to say a second name. I want to see if it's the same as mine. Who was your second name you were going to say? Uh, well, second, it would have been Josh Allen, but uh, okay. uh, Scott took my yes. Scott took my thunder there. Mine. So yeah, yeah. So mine twenty to one. Jalen hurts. That's good numbers. It is, yeah. That's a good number on Jalen Hurts. So I can see the Eagles winning 12 games pretty easily. That division is garbage, and the Cowboys have some question marks. They can go 5-1 and one in that division. They have a, the easiest schedule in the league. I can really see them um, winning a lot of games. Hurts is a dual-threat quarterback, so he can put up huge numbers, and he has a lot of really good offensive skill position players. So, like, it's not one player to dominate or steal votes, like Cooper Cup and Matt Stafford. He can get it to A.J. Brown, Devontae Smith, Dallas Goddard, and sort of spread it out there. So if they win a bunch of games, uh, it's a great story, too, because everybody's like, oh, can he pass the ball and all this? Somebody else, and I wish I could remember who. This is not my observation, um, but somebody I was listening to, said that every year since Jalen Hurts got to Alabama, he has gotten better at playing quarterback. Like, he continues to improve year after year after year. We actually don't know where his ceiling is. He has not hit it yet. He's going to keep going, and everything could just come together for them for them this year. So I've got Jalen Hurts winning the MVP, and that's my, that's my choice. I put the odds on there 20-1 to 1 just to give reference. I didn't pick him because of the odds. I picked who I thought would win. Hmm. Good call. He, I I mean, thought, he has I every thought, opportunity to do so. I thought you were gonna say um your boy down in Jacksonville, hippie Jesus. Trevor Lawrence? Yeah. Hippie Jesus. It's Trevor Lawrence a hippie. I knew who you were talking about. <laughs> the long hair, hippie Jesus. Come on. Oh, I, I was like Christian Kirk. <laughs> it's got the right name, anyways. Yeah. Um so we have a question here from Ben in uh Cleve. Uh, he says, can Dak Prescott get an MVP if he outperformed? Like, I assume Ben saying if he outperformed, like, expectations for, for the Cowboys this season. But the Cowboys always have astronomical expectations, right? Yeah, Super Bowl or bus. <laughs> Even with Mike McCarthy. I think it's going to be tough for any other quarter, any quarterback to really come out of nowhere and win this. Like, I mean, there's, a, there's one guy, Kirk Cousins could legitimately lead the NFL in passing. And he could throw 40 touchdowns, and I don't know that he could win the MVP. No. And it's not out of the realm for him to throw for 40 touchdowns. It's not. It is not. No, it is it's not. Just, he's not gonna he's not gonna beat out Lamar and uh Kyler Murray and Josh Allen and these other guys. Just I know. think we Dave, if if I'm not correct, I think we said this last season. Uh, well, you and I were debating what the MVP standard is in football. Is it is it what, what Scott just said, or is it like if we if we remove you from the team, the team's shit. Like we saw what happened with 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 Baltimore when Lamar got hurt. Like they started to lose games, right? So yeah. it's like is is it is the MVP in, in the NFL, unlike the NBA? Like if I remove you from the equation, like okay, now we like we're gonna suffer. Or you throw for fifty fucking touchdowns and you know you're like leading the league every in every way and you still don't win it. So we know it's not the latter where if you remove him from the team because a defensive player will never win 
And for a lot of teams, removing one defensive player would be much worse than losing not a quarterback because there's only like 12 good ones, but any other position on the field. Like for the Titans, losing uh, Derrick Henry would be terrible. Mm-hmm. Tannehill would be terrible, although Malik Willis would be very fun. But losing Harold Landry is really bad for them this year. He tore his ACL yeah. and he's going to miss. Like their defense is going to be trash this year now because this one person is gone and there is no chance Harold Landry would even sniff the MVP. So uh, what do you guys, as a, as a, as a means to the side of this, what do you what do you guys think would happen if Aaron Donald were to? I was just going to say that. Scott. I was just like, going to say that. Yeah. Or if that's, Matt Stafford didn't play, which one's worse yeah. for the Rams? Yeah. I was just going to say that, Scott. Well, yeah, it's, I mean, it's good. It's going to be Stafford because the, I mean, quarterbacks are so, they touch the ball every play, everything I know, like that. But it's not as big a gap as we think. Yeah. But it is really, but it, about if it's Cooper Cup or Aaron Donald, now it's a question, right? Is it like the best wide receiver season of all time or Aaron Donald? Now I think it's close. Like, could they get yeah. by with Allen Robinson and signing Will Fuller and whatever? Because you, you can't replace Aaron Donald. So I just think it's it, this. The MVP award is for a quarterback on a team that wins a lot of games and puts up good numbers, and they pick one. Mm. Was LT the last defensive guy to, to get it? Reggie White. Reggie White. That was the last guy. I I mean I think so. Um, mm. I, I mean I'm I'm just trying to go through my head, but like that's the thing. If Revis never won, like what are we doing? Exactly. What about exactly. <laughs> Did Michael exactly. Strahan win the, the year he set the record? Did he maybe? See the record. Know. The record for me didn't. That was a bullshit sack in the it end. It really was. Yeah, <laughs> the Favre just gave it up. Yeah, you know, yeah you're just mad because he broke the record of uh, what was that Jets guy whose record he broke? Oh, uh, Gastonow. Yeah, yeah, it's my guy. <laughs> Ninety nine. Yeah, so you're still so you're still bitter about that. So for MVP, we've got Lamar, Josh Allen, Jalen Hurts. Um, again, all of them are within the realm of possibility. I don't think anything's too too outlandish there. Offensive player of the year. Now, this is an award that does not have to go to a quarterback and actually usually doesn't because the quarterback who would win this just wins MVP. So offensive player of the year, Scott, who do you got? Uh, I don't want to say his name just because I think it's a boring uh, mail it in type of thing. Jonathan Taylor, I, you know, mm-hmm. uh, you know, yeah, Jonathan Taylor. So does that mean that you think that some of these other running backs that go around him in the first round are going to get hurt or underperform because it's hard to see if Saquon CMC, you know, play full seasons that they don't outperform Jonathan Taylor on the field in terms of numbers and all that. Do you think something happens to them or does Taylor take another step forward and just maybe from a fantasy standpoint, that's true, but I don't, uh, when Jonathan Taylor scores 18 or 20 touchdowns, I don't think it matters that McCaffrey caught a hundred passes. I mean, Mm-hmm. So this is not. I don't think it's really all that relevant to the way they vote. Okay. So it's all to me. It's all about the touchdowns and and, and the real deal value for for an award like that is a, when a guy does score twenty times. Yeah, other players might be a little more productive in other ways, but nobody scores twenty touchdowns, kind of thing. Yeah. Um, it might be lazy analysis for me to look at it that way. Probably. I mean, is. he's he's a good player. They got a good offensive line. He's the focus of their offense. The division is not good. We just went over how the Titans don't have a good defense, and they got Jacksonville and Houston. So he's got like six games where he could rack up 850 yards on the ground and 10 touchdowns just in those, yep. right? So I don't think yeah. I don't think that's unreasonable at all. Uh, Cleve, who do you have for offensive player of the year? Baker. 
I'm dead serious. Wow. It's political football, like it. right? It's political football, right? Okay. So Baker Mayfield, I uh was not I was not expecting that, not expecting that at all. We gotta get into this. Yeah. yeah, so here's my question, Cleve, and this is a serious question. Okay, I'm ready. Let's let's fast forward to uh early January. They announced the award, offensive player of the year goes to Baker Mayfield. Is it possible for Baker to win this award, but not for DJ Moore to win it as his leading receiver? Do you see what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Like is okay. he because Baker's not gonna run for seven hundred yards and eight touchdowns okay. on his own. So if he just goes insane passing the ball, but doesn't win MVP, are we looking at like a DJ Moore really did it sort of situation instead? I think. I mean, now that you frame it up like that, you tee it up like that. That's a that's a good way to look at it. I I just think, and there's always a backstory with this stuff. I think Baker has a lot to prove, and after this year, he disappears. If he doesn't make noise this year, <laughs> it, it's 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 Thanos snapping the finger. And that's it on his career because um, I don't. I think that the fact that Hobby ended up in in uh, in Carolina, it showed that no one else wanted him, and they had to kind of get him off the, you know, like just get him out the building. And I think he did mean I'm gonna fuck them up. <laughs> <laughs> but I think it was. I think it was off. Cu- you know, off. Cu- oh, and, I think. And, I think week one he's looking to do damage. Carolina yeah. plays Cleveland week one. Yeah. I think he's looking to do real damage. Yeah, and and honestly, I wouldn't. I wouldn't I wouldn't care because it's football. I mean, I think he might have had a, a off cuff moment or he said it in, you know, not to to be hot mic'd or whatever, but it's like I think he has a chip, a massive chip on his shoulder. Not for Cleveland, just for the entire league, because no one else wanted him. No one made a play and says, you know what, we could use this guy, develop him, whatever. He's he, you know, I was very hard on him when he came into the league, but I was also hard on him that I mean, I'm sorry, I, I was also not cognizant of him having a losing culture and in yeah. the organization that's just inept behind him. Like it just didn't do him any favors. Plus his attitude, you know, in the, in the beginning didn't help things either. But when he started to come around and then the guy played hurt and then they got him out the building. So, you know, and with the whole Deshaun Watson situation, ownership and management. Yeah. It's Baker just, might not be the problem. Like he might've had a bad yeah. attitude for a good reason. <laughs> yeah. That, that place is a, a fucking shit show. So, I, I mean, I think offensive player of the year is probably out of out of reach. But the general sentiment that Baker is going to have, like make the Pro Bowl, I yeah. mean, it's kind of yeah, what you're like. Gonna, he's going to just really yeah. come, come roaring back. I mean, I guy. think that's a great. I think that's a great call. And um, I don't know what the odds are for Baker to the Pro Bowl, but I'm going to look it up. I'm going to bet it. <laughs> uh, for me, offensive player of the year, no shock after people listening to the previews. Justin Jefferson, twelve to one. Um, I'll get more into this later as we get into some of the receiving receiving stuff, but I think that Justin Jefferson might have the type of season where that just sort of locks up locks up this award. And at twelve to one, that's a bet I did I did actually make, uh, and I do think that he will get it. Scott, defensive player of the year. This is tough. Uh, there's yes. a whole bunch of ways that you can go. I'm going to go Joey Bosa. Mm-hmm. And only because of Khalil Mack being on the other side and occupying uh, an offensive line coaches, uh, they're not going to sleep well thinking about what do we do, <laughs> try to block these guys. Um, I just I see Bosa as maybe more disruptive as a pass rusher mm-hmm. than Mack. 
and um, I just don't know how teams are going to approach it. So way, you know. Yeah. So this is very interesting. So uh, here's who I have for this, Scott. On my notes here, I have at twenty to one Joey Bosa, and here's my note. All the talent on the Chargers' defense should leave Bosa more opportunities to face a single blocker than he would if he were the only good player on a bad defense. Lockstep. Yes. Lockstep. Yeah. Uh, Cleve, you're going to jump on the bandwagon here. Joey Bosa, you got somebody else. Certain. Oh, for Denver? Yeah. Just because they can face so many pass attempts and he's good and he'll – yeah. They're going to try him. They're going to try him out. He is. That's a mistake. He should not be tried. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, try the other guy. <laughs> Look over the other way. I don't, I don't even know who it is, but try them. Yeah. Um, that's uh, – yeah, I would not – I mean, but the thing is, in that division, I don't think that Patrick Mahomes and Justin Herbert very much care about who's covering their receivers, and I don't think Devontae Adams thinks that anybody can cover him. So Correct. in the division, he might actually get tried a lot by all this talent, giving him a, a more outweighed chance to show out than he otherwise would have had. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, Offensive Rookie of the Year. Uh, Paul the chats and Malik Willis, number one. Uh, which would be amazing. It would require something terrible happening to Ryan Tannehill, so I don't really want to root for it. Um, But Malik Willis, I mean, I guess he could just play really bad through like the first month and then Willis comes in and crushes. But uh, I don't think Malik Willis will win Offensive Rookie of the Year. Uh, Scott, who you have Offensive Rookie of the Year? Alave. Mm. And I just think it's safe. It's, uh, uh, you know... uh, Garrett Wilson goes to the Jets. Elijah uh, Elijah Moore is already there. Uh, there's some unknown stuff with what's happening uh, with the quarterback position. We know this. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jamison Williams is in Detroit, not playing for the first six-ish games. Um, Drake London's in Atlanta, and I just don't know what you have with Mariota and uh, Desmond Ritter, rookie quarterback. I don't know what's there. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm missing. Traylon Burks in Tennessee. Um you know, it's just like Alave is is Alave to me was the most NFL ready prospect, although his floor is lower. His <laughs> floor is lower. That 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 distracted me. What was that? <laughs> Paul Paul said that his Malik Wills reference was about you getting things wrong, specifically his drafts his draft position, <laughs> which we were all in that together. I had I had two. money on Malik Willis at two, so I two can't look at. Whatever. Yeah, I can't. I can't. I can't hang you out to dry on that one. I was right there with you with the wallet. So, in two or three years, we'll talk about Malik Willis and we'll have a conversation. Until then, it's yeah. all premature. With our um, co-host Baker Mayfield. <laughs> yeah, so, um, yeah, mushroom grower. Um, Man, what the hell was? Oh, Alave, I think is the, was the most NFL ready player to come in and produce at a uh, at a reasonable level. I think the other guys were going to take a little bit of time. Uh, he's going to a place where they have a pretty structured offense and they weren't going to ask a ton of things from him, but I do think that he's capped mm-hmm. as a player. So I, I don't know that any of these guys are going to go off, but it wouldn't surprise me if he was, you know, if he was of the, of the early uh, receivers that were taken, if he, if he was yeah. the one who was most productive. Yeah. He's really good. Um, and really smart and will just come in and learn the playbook and play well. And his ceiling might be capped, but it might be capped at Tyler Lockett. Right. Okay. It, it could so still be capped at, yeah, it's something really good. It's just like, okay, you're never going to be Julio Jones, but most teams would take a prime Tyler Lockett. Um, 
at any point. So, uh, Cleve, who do you have for rookie of the offensive rookie of the year? Pickett. Oh, you think you think he's going to get this job pretty quick and just come yeah. in and rip it? Yeah, I think I think what we saw in the preseason, and I think that they're giving Mitch a chance because they brought him in. They're giving him the veterans kind of tip of the hat there to see what he can do. But that kid outplayed him in my eyes in the preseason. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And um, you know, Mike Thomas, like, you know what, <laughs> Mitch, thank you for your services. Uh, it's a clipboard for you. <laughs> You're seven million to hold the clipboard. <laughs> it doesn't, Mitch if it doesn't equate to if it doesn't equate to uh to wins. Yeah, you're gonna hold that clipboard. Yeah, absolutely. No, I uh, I mean, I like I like that pick. If he does take over sometime in yeah. September, he's yeah. actually probably the leader in the clubhouse because he'll be the only quarterback playing. So that'll give him a good a good a good chance. I have Sky Moore of the Kansas City Chiefs at twelve to one. So. Good prospect, plays with Mahomes. Tyreek Hill is gone. Opportunity all over the place there. He's competing with Marquez Valdez-Scantling and Juju Smith-Schuster for targets. We know what MVS is. Juju has been terrible for three years, but we saw the talent from him. But there's no reason to think that a really talented rookie cannot, like by the end of September, be the primary wide receiver option for Patrick Mahomes. Kelsey will be the number one target. But if the number one wide receiver option for Patrick Mahomes is going to put up serious numbers and have a lot of eyeballs on their production because everybody wants to watch Mahomes. And so I like uh, Sky Moore at, at 12 to 1 for, for that award. So he's a kingmaker. Yes. Yeah. I mean, well, the thing is because he gets all the prime time. He gets all the thing. Everybody talks about him. So it's always like, look at the throw by Mahomes. And it's like Sky Moore catching a runner with it. Right. So yeah. people like so, start to start. So to, start to it's like it. the Jamar Chase all over again. Uh, no, Jamar Chase is a generational wide receiver <laughs> prospect. I don't think anybody will. Uh, you you could honestly put Jamar Chase in an Adam Gase offense with Jamarcus Russell at quarterback and get a thousand yards. <laughs> I hope we can see the laces. Yeah, Jamar Chase is that dude. <laughs> um, so Ben foreshadowing that we're going to defensive defensive rookie of the year next. Ben says that my choice is so obvious I don't even need to say it. And that's right. Oh, my hi. choice is my choice is George Karloftis, defensive end. Can't no, I'm kidding. It's Aiden Hutchinson, obviously. Uh, yes. Do either of you have anybody besides Aiden Hutchinson? No. Yeah, I mean, best player in college football in 2021. Should have won the Heisman Trophy. Damn it. I mean, he was the best player. Um, finished Did second. Did you say he the was vote. the best college football player in last year? Yes, last year. Yes. Uh, just the best pure player in the sport last year, without question. Uh, Bryce Young won the award. And for being honest, if Bryce Young's going to win that award, Jameson Williams should have won that award. So. Are we ignoring other players in college football to say these things? No, I mean, Bryce Young won the award. Hutch finished second for the Heisman Trophy. And also, like, in college football, when you can be a disrupted defensive player, you often are the best player in the in the game. So you you think Hutchinson was better than Alabama's edge rusher last year? Oh, yeah. Yeah, without question. Without question. Yeah, with, wow. without question. Welcome to the show, Scott. Yeah, what, I mean, what, not, this is what Dave does. Not even close. Um. <laughs> Like, not so, even close. N- n- not even close. Not only did Hutch have better numbers, right, we're gonna need a blood draw. <laughs> not, only did, not only did Hutch have have uh have better numbers, right? No, he no. also actually finished in the Heisman voting, and he went second overall. 
which means that we'll see if Will Anderson this year can finish second or higher in the Heisman voting and go second One, overall or higher. He didn't have better numbers almost anywhere. He couldn't. He couldn't possibly have been drafted because he wasn't draft eligible last. I'm saying year. this year. This year, we'll see. We'll see if Will Anderson, Will Anderson could do it this year. He's a year behind. I know ben he's says, a year behind, but you have a bunch of quarterbacks who are getting drafted early. Yes. Put up Ben's comment. Ben's about to get his face owned right here. So he says Walker put up five touchdowns against Hutch last year. Um, notice nobody mentioned Kenneth Walker in the offensive rookie of the year segment. Also, uh, <laughs> Aiden, Aiden Hutchinson. Stripped Peyton Thorne that David Ojabo recovered for a touchdown and it got overturned. That did, in fact, cost Michigan that game. So while Kenneth Walker did have a great game, Hutch actually won that game and had it ripped from him by the review booth. So, I mean, call the fumble on the field. They come back and overturn it. Nothing clear. Whatever. It doesn't matter. Michigan won the Big Ten, would beat Ohio State. Sparty can have their little whatever. But yeah, uh, Kenneth Walker will be great for the St. Louis Battlehawks in four years. We'll see Hutch and Canton in twelve. So, uh, but yeah, no, I mean, but seriously, for this year though, for Defensive Rookie of the Year, Aiden Hutchinson, he's in a great setup. Uh, of course, has amazing press coverage already because of hard knocks, um, and really could put up some good some good numbers. I think it'll be hard for any other defender to catch him. Scott, is there any other? Uh, um, defensive player that you think like if it wasn't Hutch, Hutch, God forbid, tears his ACL week one. Anybody else? Um, I would I would have thought Thibodeau could have been in the equation, but with the knee injury thing, I don't know that that's there now. And uh, I don't know what's going to happen with with Trayvon Walker. I don't know what to expect from him. He could mm-hmm. if he if it happens quickly for him, he could be a very dominant player very quickly. Um, in a different way than what Hutchinson does. Yes. So, yes. but outside of those guys, unless, a, you know, a corner steps up and has a huge season, I don't see that there's a linebacker who is, you know, I mean, Nicobe Dean was the linebacker everybody wanted. And then, you know, he fell to round five or whatever it was. And then the other Georgia linebackers get drafted early. Uh, Devin Lloyd from Utah was supposed to be the That's guy. Mine. He went late. You know, That's mine. So, it's Devin Lloyd. I think yeah. I think if any because I think Devin Lloyd could legitimately finish top five in tackles <laughs> on the season. He so, could. you know, just put up huge numbers, plays for Jacksonville, and like like sort of stands out on their defense or whatever. I could see Devin Lloyd getting up there, but I think it would take something to happen to Hutch. Paul says Sauce Gardner. I think it's going to be hard because I think the Jets are going to give up buckets of points, and it won't necessarily be Sauce's fault. Yeah. <laughs> but it's be a team Sauce effort. A that's a good call. Yeah, it's a good call. Paul, I, I totally and, forgot about that. One of my I mean, guys if, he, if he, you know, if this is a pick six or a timely uh, game changing interception kind of thing, that, that matters. Yeah. Uh, Dave, just so you know, like, like last year, Anderson had 31 tackles for loss. Mm-hmm. He had 17 and a half sacks mm-hmm. in the SEC. Yeah. But Alabama also doesn't play anybody. You know, they play all these like, FCS and all this and whatever, and Saban leaves his guys in to try to run their numbers up and uh, and all that. Yeah, don't get me wrong. Will Anderson is great. Will you Anderson just said that Hutchinson had better numbers all around than Anderson. Yeah, no. yeah. Well, but the thing is, you have to you have to combine Hutch and Ojabo because Ojabo got so much because of Hutch. So, not <laughs> the mic, Scott. Yeah. Hey. <laughs> Glad you're on the show, no, man. No, the point is, is that Aiden Hutchinson was clearly the best player in college football last year. Should have won the Heisman Trophy. Finished second. Will Anderson, as I recall, was not in New York. Um, 
did did Will Anderson win the Lombardi or Ben or uh, uh, whatever the the Dick Buckus or whatever they give to the linebacker? See, he's he, uh, I'll look. Um, and he didn't. So don't get me wrong. Will Anderson is great. If the Lions want to add Will Anderson this year as well, I will I will allow it. I've got nothing bad to say about Will Anderson, but in twenty twenty one, like that's that's I mean that's that's a wrap. Hutchinson was was awesome. Hutchinson was great. He's just Anderson is a several levels up version of a pass rusher than what Hutchinson is. I know nobody wants to hear it, but he just is. If if <laughs> Anderson was in the draft last year, he would have went first overall. It wouldn't have been close. So we got Paul here saying they <laughs> pumping up the murderers row of Colorado State and Hawaii. First of all, Notre Dame fan, we will play Notre Dame. <laughs> Every single year, if you want. And then you said Maryland Rutgers every year in conference. You are welcome to join this conference. We will happily take you. If you want to join us in Michigan State and Purdue and soon USC and all your rivals except for Stanford, you can join us too. You can step into the Big Ten and get wrecked. You don't want to do that because you know you're fancy Iowa. And so you want to sort of like stay outside as long as you can and then go join the ACC where it's Clemson and nobody else. You do not want the Big Ten. You don't want the smoke. That's why you're going to put it off for as long as you can. I have to talk my shit about Notre Dame now. They're going to be really good next year for a couple years after that. So I got to get it. Hey, Paul, that was, that was, I mean, that was comedic timing. That was great. I need, my eyes are watering, bro. Murderous row of Colorado State. <laughs> yeah, uh, we do play Hawaii. We Michigan does play Hawaii this week. Cleve, how many points is Michigan favored by against Hawaii this week? Forty-seven. Fifty. Fifty. I see. <laughs> yeah. Be, yeah, it's going to be. It's 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 uh it's it's going to be a bloodbath. Um. So. Anyways, I think we're all in agreement that Hutchinson's a great bet for a uh, rookie of the year. He is the favorite, four and a half to one. Took him anyways. Here's where it gets a little bit, a little bit uh, different. I think comeback player of the year. Usually, this is somebody coming back from injury, has a really good season, and successfully comes back. One reason or another. Sometimes it could be like a really great story, like James Conner coming back from cancer, something like that. I didn't see anybody really jump out. Like last year, there was Burrow. A couple years ago, there was Dak after he put his foot on backwards. I didn't really see anybody jump out right away. Scott, who do you have for comeback player of the year? So the two who stood out to me that I think are totally reasonable is Jameis Winston is, you know, I mean, starting in New Orleans. They have, you know, with Michael Thomas and Alave and, Mm-hmm. Some of what else they have going on in the Camara running Kamara. game? He should, is it Camara or Kamara? It's Kamara. Kamara. So I've I've got that wrong for ten years now. I'm pretty sure. Um, I no, no, don't don't quote me. Don't quote me. It doesn't um, matter because I'm not going to change the way I say it anyway, which is terrible. But <laughs> the running back. It's 41. Edwards. Uh, so it's Winston and and to me it's Christian McCaffrey and I think those are the two. Yeah, and, that was and it's that just, was my guy too, Christian. Yeah. CMC. I mean, I, I don't think it's a, it's a, I mean, if McCaffrey finishes at any level of play, which he should, as long as he finishes, that's the thing on him. <laughs> Paul says, vomit on yourself and bet on Watson. Coming back from what? A happy ending? <laughs> oh, I didn't mean that to the victims out there. I'm so sorry. That was in poor taste. Damn. So is giving him 250 million guaranteed. Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. I, 
already have more Deshaun Watson than I'm comfortable with on my fantasy football teams this year. So I don't need him when he come back player of the year. Also, I don't think he'll play enough games. Also, no. could you imagine the shit show? Like we would talk about nothing no. else. It would be the playoffs and we would talk about nothing else. Yeah. <laughs> you yeah. For a thousand years Let's not do that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, ben says Dak. Well, I think he's McCaffrey. I really do. Yeah. Ben says Dak. I think Dak is a decent option, but I don't know that he's coming back this year from anything besides having to play with Mike McCarthy. Um, yeah, I was going <laughs> to. That's true. <laughs> well, I mean, he did return last year from the Grizzly mm-hmm. lower leg injury. Yeah. And yep. it did not look quite the same. Yeah. I have, I have Christian McCaffrey seven and a half to one. And I think that's a, just a solid bet, mm-hmm. you know, because again, if he plays 14 to 17 games, he's going to be the MVP of the fantasy season. That sort of public support and acknowledgement will help propel him to that sort of thing. He seems well liked as well, like by media yeah. and everybody. So that helps too. I really don't think people do want to give this to a jerk. Um, like I think Watson's more likely to win MVP next year with like an undeniably great season on the field than ever some like comeback player of the year because it's like what are you coming back from, bro? So <laughs> Your um, self-induced madness. Yeah. Right. Exactly. Um, and so yeah, sorry if Jimmy Haslam is triggered by me saying Watson can't win a comeback player of the year. God, asshole. Um <laughs> coach of the year, Scott. Coach of the year, I think, is really interesting. Generally, this award goes to a coach that outperforms expectations. Usually, it's a team that didn't make the playoffs and then does make the playoffs uh, and usually also wins the division. For example, Bill Belichick has never won this award. So, yeah, that's usually where it's at. I want to give it to Brandon Staley, right? Mm -hmm. Good coach, great team. Didn't make the playoffs. It's going to be so tough. To, I mean, do they make the playoffs? Like, well, you have them winning the division, so doesn't matter what I have another time. I'm talking about what's happening today in my brain. It's a two very oh, different. I was gonna say they do correlate, so well, yes, but just you know, <laughs> not in a this sense, but no, I just think that um, that division is going to be tough. So the 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 coach of the year may not come out of that division unless they you know have a, a great season and go 14 and three or whatever it is. And, mm-hmm. and I just, it, that's tough. And, um, you know, I think, I think the expectation is that for Staley to be a very, very good, um, it would be almost a disappointment if he didn't perform like to the, you'd want to give him that award. So there's a little mm-hmm. bit of that, you know, <clears throat> that uh, bias ahead of time with him. Uh, although I can't think anybody else who, who I would feel as comfortable. And yeah, he's the coach of the year. So uh, I mean, uh, maybe it's Indy. Like Frank Reich, something like that. Yeah. I mean, they, they didn't make the playoffs last year and they made some moves. And I think they're this year. I think Matt Ryan's going to. Uh, super slept. He's, he's a 20th quarterback off the board in fantasy leagues. And it's like. <laughs> He's got a top 10 finish in him for sure. He does. Not in my leagues. <laughs> Not in my leagues. Uh, let, me, let me just say that there is that there is a chance that after this season, 
the president of our network is not my favorite Maddie Ice anymore. There's a chance that uh, <laughs> that another Maddie Ice can make me a lot more money uh, after after this season if things go right for the Colts. Um, Cleve, who do you have for Coach of the Year? Lovey Smith. In 2022, Cleve, 2022. I think he's going to get some wins out of that team, man. People okay. forget that he's even back in the league. Like people, until I said that, <laughs> they you, sure do. You guys forgot that Lovey was even coaching this year. Tell me, tell me, remember he was coaching this year. I, I mean, I did, I did remember that, but your points will take in. I mean, you know, um, doing more but, with less. Do you think the coach of the year can win without making the playoffs? No, I, I think, I think yes. that's a pivotal part of it. You do, Scott? I do. I think, uh, let's use hometown Detroit Lions. Uh oh. And eight. Yeah, and the he's Lions missed the playoffs, but he does everything, and he's got all this positive momentum going right now. And the Lions went from this disaster to a three-win team to now they won nine games, and tracking the right way, and he could win Coach of the Year. Could... So that's um. So that's what we got, Paul, here, Coach of the Year, forward down the field, the charging team that will not yield, the Detroit Lions. Um, again, I think that, Scott, you're correct in a vacuum that that is good enough to win Coach of the Year, but somebody else will probably do better in that case. So, like, while that's a sure. winnable situation, Frank Reich will win the division with the Colts, and so they'll give it to him instead because his year was even better. Something like that. Um for me, again, this is connected to my MVP. I have Nick Sirianni at 18 to 1. You know, if 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 a Jalen Hurts is going to win MVP, they're going to win about 12 games. Uh, did the Eagles make the playoffs last year? If they did, it doesn't matter. Like they got they got destroyed. Um, and so, you know, they come out, they get like a one or two seed, they do a really great, you know, Hurts has a great season. I can see Sirianni getting the coach of the year award. And I think at 18 to 1, he's a uh He's a pretty solid bet. Yeah. It's, yeah. I mean, they are they are poised and they really are. Okay. We're gonna go a little uh we're gonna go a little rapid fire here to get to some of the more uh team team specific ones at the end with some more discussion, unless somebody says something truly insane. <laughs> uh Eisencleave. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Who will lead the league in passing yards, Scott? Oh, Justin Herbert. Damn. I pick another guy. No, you can pick the same guy. That's fine. Yeah, no, that's who I got. He took my guy. It's funny. I have a uh, same division. I have Derek Carr at 10 to one. Because of Adams? Because they're going to be losing a lot and they're going to have to pass a lot. And he's capable enough anyways. And he's got Adams, Waller, Renfro, Um, you know, I can see. I think it's similar logic to Herbert. It's just that the Raiders yeah. will be losing more <laughs> and don't have Austin Eckler. Yeah. So I think we're all sort of yeah. in the same agreement. Like, if I could just bet that the, it's a quarterback out of the AFC West, I would put serious like money on that, like twenty dollars. <laughs> if I could, uh, um, if I could bet that one, who will lead the league in passing touchdowns, Scott? Oh. I really want to say Kirk Cousins, but I'm not gonna. Ooh. But I think 
aren't going to be looking at me sideways on that one. But he's thrown he's thrown 134 passing touchdowns to the Vikings in his full four years there. Uh, mm-hmm. He threw 35 two years ago and 33 last year. And this is with a dinosaur as sort of offensive model. And now you bring in Kevin O'Connell from the Rams, um, who brings in a little philosophical shift. And it's not going to take much to take a guy who threw 35 two years ago to get him up to 40. Just not. Yeah. Um, I know that he is. I wonder what the number is on him to tell him touchdowns. It's 20 to 1. And I know that because he was my second choice. Cleve, who's going to throw the most touchdowns in the NFL this year? Uh, it's going to be Mahomes. I got Mahomes as well, 9 to 1. Mainly because they they do not run the ball like in like yeah. between the 10 and the 3. <laughs> exactly. They still throw it. Yeah. Yeah. And they'll be there a lot. So I just, you know, that sort of just pushes it up a little bit. But I'm with you, Scott. I mean, I had Cousins almost right there. Uh, Don asking a Stafford hurt. He was hurt in the offseason, but he says he's 100% and uh, uh, good to go. So I don't think he's going to lead the league in touchdowns, but he should be. He should be good to go unless you think that's going to be something chronic, Scott. I do. I think the elbow thing for him is not going away. It's, it needs to be managed, and maybe they do a great job of managing it. But Does that just mean pain pills? Um. Know if it means that so much as it means a routine and a regimen of stretching and strengthening and doing everything he needs to do, and then, and then you know, giving him, uh, keeping him, trying to get him away from weird contact, which is where that elbow could be a problem. But it's not; okay. it's a, it's definitely a limiting factor for sure. Okay, it is. Um, yeah, no, I I can see that. Next one here. This is one that's not on sports books, but I wanted to add it. Cleve, which quarterback will rush for the most yards? Come on, man. Serious? Mm-hmm. Lamar. <laughs> if, if this was on books, he would be the favorite for sure. For sure. Scott, you got anybody besides Lamar? Uh-oh, Scott, we're having internet issues. Trey Lance. Ha, that's who I have, Trey Lance. Let's go. Let's go. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. And so what I have here, Cleve, uh, it's not just because if Trey Lance leads all quarterbacks in rushing, um, I'm going to retire to my own private island. It's um, There is actually logic behind this. So what I wrote down here is that Lamar is the favorite, but Lamar is also a proven passer. Lance may need to run more to keep the offense efficient. If Lance is also a good passer, then I will lose my bet, but I will also be able to buy a yacht. So either way. Uh, this is going to be this is going to be fine for me. Um, but I mean, Lamar is a favorite. Like Lamar is the favorite to do it. But there's universes where Lance has to run for 1,300 yards to keep that offense going. And since the offense is good, they would let him keep keep doing that. Okay. So, what do you think about Hertz though? Hertz Hertz has yeah, to be was, in the in the conversation. Yeah, in conversation as well. Yeah, Justin. Uh, same thing. Same thing as Lamar. I think Jalen Hurts is actually a very good passer, and unlike Lamar, he's got good, like really good people to throw to. I mean, I love Rashad Bateman and Mark Andrews, and they're fine, but there's only two of them. Like beyond that, it's all dust balls. Um, AJ Brown, Devontae Smith, Dallas Goddard are all absolutely fantastic, and so I think we could see Hurts. I mean, I have Hurts winning the MVP, so I think he's going to run for a lot of yards. 
but I also like you can't win the MVP without also passing well. Lamar threw almost 40 touchdowns yeah. the year he won MVP. So that's what I'm saying. I think I think Jalen Hurts can pass the ball above average. Does yeah. for me, Lance thing still sticks. He may just have to keep doing it. Cleve, who wins the rushing title? Jonathan Taylor. Uh, Jonathan Taylor. <laughs> yeah, Johnson Talent. We all know who you meant. We all knew exactly <laughs> what you were saying. Johnson Talent will win. Will win the rushing title. I mean, again, he is he is the favorite, but I think it's a solid bet. Uh, Scott, with you thinking he's going to be offensive player of the year, I assume you have him as well. Um, I, you know, I would look at Nick Chubb in this category and think that he's a bit of a outside looking in but but if we were to examine that roster and Jacoby Bressett under center and you know not a lot of talent on the outside could potentially lead the NFL we're, we're talking NFL and rushing correct yes uh Scott I think your kids might be streaming Call of Duty at the same time your internet is uh it's chopping it's chopping it's it's, it's uh it's cutting it out here you want to uh Log back out, log back in. I'll put you back on, see if that fixes a little bit. I will do that. Let's let's see if we can get it uh, fixed. Okay. In the meantime, we can deal with this nonsense. Uh, for the rushing title, the Sparty Slappy himself, Ben says, Kenneth Walker III. Um, <laughs> he has a hernia and isn't going to play for at least the first four weeks, if not later. So I have to think he's a dog to Jonathan Taylor uh, in this case. I think Kenneth Walker the third is a fine prospect. He also plays on a team with uh, with Rashad Penny, um, and on a team that's not very good, which does not help does not help his case much at all. So while I do like to make fun of the Sparties, I do think Kenneth Walker the third is a fine prospect. I just don't know that this year is going to be is going to be quite the year for him. Uh, Scott, are we back? I hope so. Still a little choppy, but I'll let you know if it gets uh if it if it uh gets bad again. So for me for the rushing title, I'm gonna need something to go right on this one. I mean, obviously I think Jonathan Taylor will win, but I have Ramondre Stevenson at 60 to 1. Okay. It's gonna require it's gonna require either him like taking a giant leap forward in his second year and just relegating Damian Harris or something happening to Damian Harris. But if something does happen to Damian Harris, we have a super talented running back with the backfield almost to himself in New England Cleve. Who are New England's wide receivers? No clue. Exactly. So <laughs> one of them's, uh, at least I didn't drop it like Aguilar. So, you know, <laughs> like that's the point. He also catches. He also Stevenson also catches passes, so he could be on the field for third downs. He doesn't need to come off the field, two minute drill, tempo, anything like that. So this requires something to get it going. But if we it turns out Stevenson is just taking a huge leap in his second year, or something happens to Damian Harris, I love Ramondre Stevenson for this as a bet at sixty to one. Although like Jonathan Taylor has to be, I mean like the choice. You know what I mean? Although Nick Chubb's also pretty strong. Uh, That's lead the I league in rushing. I just think that script wise, I think they're going to need yeah. to they're yeah. going to need to feed him the ball. Yep, absolutely. Which is why for who will lead the league in rushing touchdowns, I have Nick Chubb at ten to one. Scott, I assume you've got Taylor at offensive player of the year. Yeah. 
Yep. Yeah. Uh, Clee, yeah, lead the league in rushing touchdowns? Uh, CMC. Oh, oh, man. All right. That's good for the bags. I would I would absolutely allow that. Um, <laughs> uh, which running back will have the most receiving yards? I've got Christian McCaffrey. Uh, I mean, if he's a wide receiver one as a running back as well. So if he's healthy, I think it has to be him. Yeah. Yeah. Scott, do you think somebody else, or if something does happen to McCaffrey, who do you think could win this uh, receiving yards for a running back? Uh, Maybe Eckler for a running back. Um, Would make sense because you have Herbert for the most passing yards. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 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 I mean, Uh, I think it's, to me, it's McCaffrey. And then, then it's a group of players who might, might be able to – I mean, DeAndre Swift could have a big year catching passes. He could. He could. Very well could. You know? Um, yeah. But the judges were looking The judges were looking for Saquon Barkley. There you go. Nah, yeah. That, could easily, yeah. Could easily be yeah. that guy. Yeah. But Barkley's it's, an interesting study. Last year he – Uh-oh, Scott. Here, right? Again, Scott, you're uh, you're cut, you're yeah, you're cutting in, you're cutting in and out again. Try it one more time. I think I know what you were going to say, so I'm going to pick it up from there, and then I'll add, I'll add you right back. Um, so I believe where I think he was going was to say that he's going to be an interesting study this year because he came up from the ACL last year and got a whole different type of injury. Remember, Kadarius Tony rolled up on his ankle, and it yeah. was like the size of a watermelon. Yeah, and it was a high ankle sprain, so he never came back quite from that. But his ACL should be fine by now and it's clearly been long enough since the high ankle high ankle sprain therefore it's likely that he we might just have saquon barkley back again right scott i didn't hear totally what you said but i think i I said what you were going to say i said what you were going to say yeah 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 we're in lockstep on that one yeah i mean the violence and and torque that he applied to his knees and his lower body to make those cuts it just wasn't coming back last year. It was always yep. going to take time. He's back. He is back. And then I have uh, – I do want to get to the team stuff here uh, before we get out of here. So I've got just one more thing I wanted to say here specifically. Now, I said Justin Jefferson for Offensive Player of the Year. So the three questions were who's going to lead the league in receptions, receiving yards, and touchdowns. I've got Jefferson for all three, triple crown. Mm. Yeah. Cleveland, do you think think that's viable? Again, he's got the guy who coached Cooper Cup last year. Yeah, vi- yeah, viable, viable for faith. sure. Especially when you know you guys got a lot of faith in Cousins. I don't, well, but well, he just has faith. to be good enough to get good players the ball. We've seen that with Diggs, right? We've, Jefferson's got fourteen hundred yards the last two seasons, mm-hmm. right? Cousins is good enough to get his dudes the yeah, uh, rock. yeah, yeah. So. Uh, I got Jefferson for that. Do you guys have anybody off the wall wide receiver for either yards, receptions, or touchdowns? I think. I mean, I I think two pronged would be Cup again, mm. um, and um, Jamar Chase. Even with T. Higgins there, what do you think of Devontae it, Adams? Damn, uh, catches maybe, catches maybe, but. Yards and touchdowns, I think, will be harder yeah. than for some of these other guys. I'm not down on Adams. I just comparing to some of the other top wide receivers now. Like he was the yeah. only game in town in Green Bay, Correct. and now Jefferson's. Yeah. It's like Adam Thielen, who was like 47. Sorry, yeah. Cleve. 
Um, and then, um, uh, and KJ Osborne, who I think is a quarterback, like it, there's just not a lot of competition for Jefferson right now. He's like in the Devonte Adams situation, but 23 yeah. and yeah. awesome. Right. Yeah. yeah. Um, okay. So I, I'm going to skip ahead here to some of the team stuff. Cause I do want to discuss this, uh, especially with you, Cleve, Cleve, here's the question, which team will earn the number one overall pick? They may not keep it. They may have already traded it to somebody else. But which team through their record this year will earn the number one overall pick? I, I, I'm going to have to say the Browns. Wow. Okay. <laughs> you just think Brissett, you just do not believe in Jacoby Brissett. No, no. I, no I, I, I'm rooting against them, but I, I, I'm a Jacoby guy. I like, I like Jacoby. I like his story. I like the guys, you know, as a player. I think he's, you know, I think he's solid. But, um, Earn the number one pick. Actually, uh, it'll be the Jets. Yeah. Oh yeah. man. So you so you do believe in Jacoby, but you don't believe a white Mike Scott. Who is going to? Uh, which team will earn the number one overall pick this year? Man, um, doesn't mean keep it right. Just earn yeah, it. they they may have already traded it away, right? Because of how the trades have gone. Like, like if the yeah. Rams got it, it would go to Detroit because the Rams have the trade to Detroit. But like, which team like will finish with the worst record and earn the number one pick? They could trade it away or not, or already have traded it. This is tough. Uh, Seattle possibly. Mm-hmm. Houston Ooh. could be in yeah. that category. Mm-hmm. Maybe so what, Washington. Keep forgetting they got a damn team down here. <laughs> don't, don't we live here, Cleve? Yeah, it, but I always, I'm, I'm, that's a true statement. I, I, I yeah. forget we got a team down here. Like they got a team here. It's funny. My Facebook news feed. I keep getting <laughs> ads for the Detroit Lions season tickets, which makes sense, uh-huh. and the Atlanta Falcons for some reason. I'm like, you know, I do live in Northern Virginia. Like I should be getting Commander stuff based <laughs> on my location, and there's still that. That's got to be a bad sign. That's good for Scott. <laughs> um, I have Seattle. I think Seattle is almost a mortal lock for for this. And what I wrote down here is that first of all, the roster sucks. Yeah. yeah. I mean, DK Metcalf is awesome, but you can't just have one good wide receiver and and call it a day. Uh Geno Smith is their best quarterback by a mile. <laughs> Geno Smith is their best quarterback <laughs> by a mile. Their coach, Pete Carroll, does not know what he's doing. But most importantly, this team thinks they're going to be competitive this year. Their offseason was um, done in such a way that that implies they think they can compete. And they're going to get destroyed because they are terrible. And they are in a really good division. Quarterback play, they have to play twice against Kyler, twice against Stafford, twice against Trey Lance. And, Cleve, I know you're down on Trey Lance, but compared to Geno Smith, this is no contest. <laughs> so, you know, I just think that they're 0-6 in their division to start. And, honestly, what team is objectively worse but also plays in a tougher division? Because all the teams in the AFC West are good, even though the division is tougher. Houston at least gets Jacksonville twice. They could – pick off Tennessee. They can even pick off the Colts one time. Mm-hmm. I don't see this. I Seattle 0 and 6 in the division feels like a money bet. I mean, no bets guaranteed, but that feels like a pretty strong one. And at that yeah. point, you're just already already cratering. I yeah, that's I, good. 
That's a good yeah. argument, man. I, I really can't even I can't even defend that. I guess yeah, it's a good um, argument. Where are we with I the also Giants? did they're better than the commanders. Yeah, I don't think they're the worst team in their no. own division. Okay. It's it's in the range of outcomes, no. but um, I mean, Cleve, Daniel Jones or Carson went straight up. Daniel Jones. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, to me, it's I'm, not even, not even I'm dead serious. I'm dead serious on that. Terry McLaurin or Kadarius Tony, straight up. I'm kidding. <laughs> um, um, so yeah, so I mean, I do think Seattle. I mean, but there are other teams that are going to get into this this uh, conversation. But I think at the end of the year, we're looking at like a two one fifteen Seattle, and and that's that's that. So now, which teams will make the Super Bowl? Don't reveal your winner yet. Just which two teams will make the Super Bowl this year, Scott? Oh man, uh, Buffalo mm-hmm. and, and uh, San Francisco. <laughs> Please, one time, one time, one time, but San Francisco will be good enough this Dave. year. Yeah, unless unless like Debo runs for three thousand yards as a running back, I guess that could be one way where it doesn't work out for me. But if San Francisco is good yeah. enough to make the Super Bowl, yeah, this is um we'll be like doing a uh, Twitter poll for the name for names for my boat. Um, but they were close last year, right? Yeah, they were with Jimmy G. Wow, yep. Cleve, we got Buffalo for San Francisco. We got Buffalo for San Francisco from Scott. Which two teams will play in the Super Bowl? Well, I, you know I got Tampa. Well, I'm sorry. You know from last two weeks ago, whatever, I, I, I picked the, that they're going to run it back. Um, so you, the Bengals? Yeah, the Bengals and, um, and well, Cincinnati and, and, um, and L.A. Uh, I actually think Brady's got one more in him for the walk-off homer. Um, but I just don't know who they'll face. Well, I mean, if you think Cincinnati is going to run it back, you know, you did prove them to win 15 games this year. So yeah. and I, I, I think they got a, I think the improvement with the offensive line, and this mm-hmm. is my case for Cincinnati, mm-hmm. like that was the Achilles heel, no pun intended. Like he was running for his life and he just, he wasn't himself. Yeah. Uh, same thing happened in Mahomes a couple of years ago. So I think with that being shored up, if they have the same nucleus and if they can play the same kind of brand of ball, I think they mm-hmm. should be fine. Um, but it's just, you know, I, I'm, I'm not betting. I'm not. Brady is like, I don't know. The guy's a freaking freak of nature or whatever. So I don't know. It's hard. So I agree about Tom Brady, but there are not reports yet, but rumors circulating amongst people who I think are waiting to report mm-hmm. that he and Giselle might actually be separating. Yeah. Yes. And I remember. My first year really following soccer closely was 2008. There was the Euros that year. I watched them because I was home during the afternoons with my job. Loved the sport. Fell in love with the sport. I was like, I'm going to pick a team. Michigan plays in the largest stadium. I was like, whoever plays the largest stadium in Europe, that's who I'm picking. It's Barcelona. So I picked Barcelona. And they win six competitions that year. They were in six. They won all six. Insane. However, that year – they had also added Thierry Henry from Arsenal, who was like a former best player in the world, was still only like 28 at the time, and he was dog shit. 
terrible. Like, <laughs> awful. I've been watching the sport for like a month, and I was like screaming at the TV to get this guy off the field. You know what I mean? Um, I was like, you know, he's all reputation. He can't do it in Spain. I'm yelling all this stuff, right? The next year, nothing changes. He scores like 30 goals in domestic competition. And mm. it's like, well, what the hell happened? You're older. Like, now you're 30. The competition's the same. Your position's the same. The team around you is the same. What happened? Well, it turns out he was going through a really bad divorce. Mm. And, like, he couldn't concentrate. You know, he's from France. The The wife and the kids are in France. He's trying to play in Spain. He's worried about the custody. Like, all this terribleness. And then by the next season, it's all kind of, you know, it's worked out and through and whatever. And in the rear view, he comes back and he's great again. I can see if if the strong rumors that are just waiting for one thing to get reported are true, Brady would have to be like almost a Kobe Bryant-level robot to be able to play at his level, the level he would need to at 45 to be successful. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to bet against them. I'm just saying that like this could actually be the sort of challenge. He might not even be – like you can't prepare for it. He just may not yeah. be able to overcome it. So, so here's my thing because I've I've heard that too, and I think I know why because he was supposed to retire. Like that was in the plans. I think he threw his family and everyone a loop when he says he's coming back for whatever reason. Because mm-hmm. I really, we really don't know. You, me, you, and Scott don't know why this guy. What what is to prove? You've you've you seven chips. Come on, like what are we doing here? But um, I think that he is like that Jordan type of um mentality mm-hmm. that winning winning and 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 all of that like it's going to trump everything he's going to he's going to burn everything down around him to win because the guy was a six round six round pick 199 the robert Kraft called him Kyle brady <laughs> like you know like it's just like you know i think he just carries that with him and and i think yeah going through a personal thing he's going to bury himself in his first love which is football because he obviously showed that he wanted to play um, if he did have to take 11 days off to kind of sort that out, I can't fault the guy for doing that because th- that's life after football and he's, he has kids and there's a whole thing with that. Mm-hmm. But um, I think once he hits the field, it's going to be Tom's going to go in psycho and just rip off a couple of wins and, and might bring a chip with it. Yeah, I, I, I agree. <laughs> I think if, if there is a guy alive who who would take it to the field and make it like this might Personal. be my last time out here. So I'm yeah, I, we're destroying yeah. everybody. It's Brady. Yeah, yeah. Hey, I'm gonna burn it down. I like I like Ben out here. Uh, the rumors <laughs> about me and Mrs. Brady are true. I want him to know it's me. Um, like like Elena Tyrell. Tell Tommy I wanted to know it was me. Um, yeah, that's yeah. uh. Man, uh, so I don't know if you guys are watching She-Hulk, but on there, there's a guy who's so delusional. He gets fooled by a shapeshifter into thinking he's dating Megan Thee Stallion. But this guy, like, is so delusional, he thinks Megan Thee Stallion would actually go out with him. <laughs> I'm not saying Ben's at that point, but I, I can see Ben hollering at Giselle if they happen to, like, cross paths. He would at least shoot a shot. So, Tom, Tom Brady's kids, I yeah. always said, they, they win career day just going, just showing up to school. Career day, <laughs> mom and dad coming in. <laughs> your, your dad can be open heart yeah. surgeon. It's not gonna matter. <laughs> not gonna matter. <laughs> uh what if what if Nick Foles' kid goes to the same school? <laughs> so wow. for the 
for the teams <laughs> for the uh, for the teams to make the Super Bowl, I have the Ravens versus the Eagles, which if you want to bet this exact combination is 120 to one. Wow. Um, but yeah, I just you know I love I love the um the the dual threat quarterbacks who are efficient passers, which I think both of them can be. I think these rosters are great. I think that the Ravens are going to get back a lot of defense that's going to help them enough. And the way the AFC playoffs, I was working it out uh, when I was at work today. Don't tell my boss. Even if the Ravens don't get home field advantage, there's a lot of ways where they only have to go to either Kansas City or Buffalo if they win the division. Like They only have to go on the road to one of them to make it. And... I think that's good enough. I think it's a lot harder to go like through Kansas City and Buffalo, yeah, uh, to yeah. get there. So, I mean, whichever team in the AFC gets the bye is a huge favorite because they get to avoid the seven seed this year is going to be good. So that whoever gets that's yeah. going to be a huge favorite. But I think the Ravens and the Eagles. Um, that would be and so now team. that would be fun. And so now we have it. We have it yeah. here, Scott. Buffalo versus uh, you said Buffalo, San Francisco. Who wins the Super Bowl? Buffalo. Buffalo. Cleve, you said Tampa Bay versus the Cincinnati Bengals. Who wins the Super Bowl? Tampa Bay. Tampa. I said Baltimore versus the Eagles. You know I'm going with my Ravens. I mean, the local area here can celebrate a Super Bowl. That would be a fun Super Bowl, though. That would be like almost like a college game. Oh, like they're yeah. They're just ripping yeah. off scores. Like, it would be, like, yeah. unbelievable. Yeah. Yeah, you think there they would, would be a um, rushing the passer. Like, <laughs> yeah, it's like Pro Bowl style. Don't. Just everybody playing contain. Yeah, <laughs> nobody, nobody even trying trying to rush the pa- the passer. So we've got the Ravens, Tampa Bay, and Buffalo. So this year we have three different things. Yeah. Scott, last year, same thing. We did not communicate beforehand our thoughts. Me, Cleve, and Maddie Ice. All said, San Francisco to defeat Cleveland in the Super Bowl, yeah. independent of each other. Wow! Yeah, yeah. We were we wow. were drinking okay. the fucking sauce, man. Nice. <laughs> it's that's on that's immortal on on tape. It is, yeah, because we really did not discuss it at all. Uh, does anybody in the chat right now? Do you have people in the chat? Do any of you want to put your official Super Bowl winner prediction down here on tape before we get out of here? Um, uh, if you do go throw it in there, we'll mention it here. We'll be getting out of here shortly. Have you guys had a chance to look at any of the week one matchups this week? Couple, uh, I have couple not. games for me. <laughs> Did any of them jump out to you, Khalif? Um, besides nah. the Ravens murdering the Jets, <laughs> nah, I, um, I mean, that's a that's a Flacco revenge game. <laughs> But um, it ain't gonna, it ain't gonna go revenge. Not the same as Baker, go, huh? They're gonna go revenge. Now I was gonna say that's the that's the game I actually want to see. I want to see. I I hope Baker goes out and lights them up. Seriously, yeah. Bro. Like, you just want Baker to just crush the Browns. I get it. You're well, just, yeah. you're just I mean, you're I'm studying the Browns. I'm a Jacoby guy, but I just I just felt like what, well, like I said, I'm always a players guy, and I felt like the guy should have shut it down. Last year when he got hurt, and he didn't because he wanted to play for his money. But the minute he started showing that he was hurt, that money started to, to disappear off the table. Mm-hmm. And yeah. he got a raw deal because it, it wasn't him. It's the entire situation is dysfunctional over there. You know? No, I, I agree with that. Scott, 
uh, tomorrow night opening opening uh, game. Bills at Rams. Bills are favored by two and a half on the road. What do you think? I'm not a fan of that. Uh, <laughs> I would I, I, I would I would take the Rams and the points there. Just just you know being at home, right? Wouldn't you? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, said so far. Yeah, yeah. Oh. Um, I was shocked when I saw the Bills were favored in this game. I mean, the Rams are the defending Super Bowl champs. They play well at home. It's not like they lost that's, a ton. That's disrespectful. That's disrespectful. or or it shows a lot of the the push behind the Bills this year. However, the Bills that the betters believe in the Bills that much. Yeah, I think so. I think so. If that's the and yeah. and I also took the Bills to cover the two and a half because and this is complete feelings ball. This is not like analytical at all. The last time the Bills played a football game was that devastating loss to Kansas City, and I think they yeah. are just looking to murder somebody. And the Rams are the first team. I don't think they're supposed to the Rams or the Jets or the St. Louis BattleHawks. I think they would just crush whoever the next team they get to play is. They are just so pissed about what happened. But you're picking the bully with the hot girl because they're coming in the stadium with like a ring, you know. So yeah, good luck with that. I'm I'm not following that analogy. Um, <laughs> um, so, uh, but that's, that's okay. I just, yeah, I think I like the bills there. The other game I want to mention here real quick, uh, Sunday afternoon chiefs at Cardinals. Yeah. Can we get, can we get a, uh, 45, 41 out of this one, Cleve? I think so. I think, I think, um, I think uh, Kyler has something to prove. He's he's gonna prepare and uh, hope he got his 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 what is it ten hours a week? <laughs> uh, no, it's four, four hours of film study, ten hours of Call of Duty. <laughs> yeah, I hope he's got his four hours in. Then, um, yeah, I, I, that should be a fun game, actually. Yeah, no, I think so too, Scott. What are your thoughts on uh, Chiefs at Cardinals? Well, it's I mean, it is that's a super interesting matchup, and you and we're all. We all are leaning to the to the uh, concept that that's going to be a shootout uh, that's going to go over the number and all that stuff. And generally speaking, when that happens, that means we're going to have a low scoring, grind it out game. Uh, <laughs> you know, um, it's week one, so sometimes teams do come out slow. To me, the mm-hmm. whole thing there is: does the Cardinals' offense push the Chiefs enough? to open up their offense for it to become a high scoring game. And I don't know if they're going to do that. Um, you know what I mean? If you, if, if you're trying to game plan, I don't know that getting into a, a race with the chiefs is smart. If you're the Cardinals, it's yeah. just not. It's a so, good take. you know, game script wise, I don't, I, you know, I don't know what to expect, but certainly it's a nice matchup for week one. Yeah, no, I think it's going to be, I think it's going to be an absolute uh, barn burner and, there's another way to speed up that game, though, and that's uh, Kyler Murray pick six. Mm. And now you're yeah, just I would, I would be betting on that. Yes. off off and running. I could see I could see yeah. that happening uh, as yeah. well. So nobody in the chat wanted to put forward an official Super Bowl prediction. Um, uh, Paul, I'm sure, wanted to say Notre Dame somehow, but <laughs> <laughs> they are they are ineligible to win to win the Super Bowl. So. Uh, Next week, we'll be back with a week one review. Uh, Going to be a little bit different from last year. There are some games that we will only touch on exceedingly briefly to talk more about some of the more interesting things that, that do happen. But 
We'll talk about interesting things that happen, not necessarily the same teams, because I know we do have people that listen who are fans of all the teams. And so even if your team is absolute garbage, like the Jets, I don't want you to feel shortchanged like we never talk about you. And if your team is really, really good, like the Lions, I don't want you to feel like you're getting special treatment or anything like that. But it, the last couple of years, we've really gone in depth on all the games going forward. There will be some where we'll sort of mention a couple things, and then boom, we're on to the, the more the more interesting things that did that did occur. Um, Scott, anything before we get out of here? Nope, I'm good. Cleve, anything before we get out of here? Nah, it's looking forward to some live fire NFL action tomorrow night. So um, uh, I'll be having Bonchon doing my thing, man. I gotta get you some Bonchon this uh, this year. <laughs> and, yeah, uh, enjoy it. Yeah, he, have you ever had it, Scott? No, you know what I'm about? don't even know what it is, but it sounds kind of glamorous it's, it's, and sort it's of Korean. No, it's Korean fried chicken. It's Korean fried chicken. So, oh, and fried chicken was introduced to Korea by Black American GIs in the Korean War. So it's like we took our thing, then they like did their thing to it, and then brought it back over here. It's like Google Translate, but it's awesome. <laughs> yeah, it's really is it awesome. Oh yeah, the crunch is amazing. Mm-hmm. Okay, um, okay, so yeah, so. Uh, we'll see how the week one goes here in the league. I'm super excited. Uh, one last thing for me before we do get out of here, Cleve, how many fantasy football teams do I have this year? I have my, I'm done. I'm done drafting. What's my number? Four twelve. Scott, what's the number? Uh, I'm going to say 178. It is 735. Peace out, everybody. Wow. <laughs>